0: Hello, 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 and welcome to yet another edition of the Fade Public podcast. My name is Ian Collins, and joining me as always is the Jameis Winston to my Tom Brady, Mr. Ryan Morrison. Ian, have you been practicing your social distancing? Well, I, I've been actually practicing this my entire life. I, w- I was going to say, this is your time to fucking shine.
1: For once, For once, it's okay to be a hermit and stay inside.
0: Well, I mean, all, well, once I s- decided I was going to cut back on the drinking so that I could lose weight, I, that really cut back on my social interactions, which may, have, which may say something about my general, one, social behavior and social skills, but also my drinking habits. I will say the
1: best thing to come out of this coronavirus is now it is socially acceptable to get fucked up by yourself in your apartment yes. or house. It's completely um, normal. If you're doing that, no problem.
0: Good for you. I'm still. I think I'm still gonna hold off on that unless I'm in like on a phone call with somebody. Like so, it feels like it's social.
1: You'll get there. You'll get there. <laughs> I, I, I crushed my. I, I well, I didn't really crush it. There were probably five beers left, but I finished the. Uh, I finished the big keg from New Year's over the weekend, preparing to uh, stock up with another fresh uh, fifteen gallons um so i can really lock myself in for uh the rest of oblivion um proud of you in this you need the shithole. resources that's it man so so how are you handling it ian what's what's new how what, how was your day today let's go with that because i i have a feeling that optimist ian from the emergency podcast episode is dead and gone
0: no i'm actually doing just fine i uh, i woke up this morning and i didn't get out of bed till 8.30 because I worked from home <laughs> until further notice. And so I can do that. And then I... T- uh, what did I do? I got dressed and I went to the grocery store uh, down the street from me. And got some more groceries because I wanted to get some before fucking dipshit Karen and Kathy went in to get their 30 pounds of ground beef and... 400 rolls of toilet paper um, and I restocked my refrigerator and then I worked from home, did some laundry, worked out, and took a shower. And then, they haven't closed your gym yet? Oh no, I work out from home. I do that beach body on-demand thing. Oh nice Does that work? Is that a thing? yeah well I it, like you can get like p90X and insanity and stuff like that on there. And that stuff is fairly effective. Interesting. I may have to try that. I
1: have dumpster. We'll, we'll get to this later in the podcast, but my gym is closed. And, um, uh, I've simultaneously purchased an Xbox and an, a gratuitous amount of junk food. So, um, I'm scared. I'm going about to, and as I, as I mentioned, um, I'm about to stock up with 15 gallons of beer. So I could come out of this thing looking like a completely different person. It's kind of scary. Um, what, uh, what lays ahead, but, uh, I guess we'll, we'll cover that later.
0: Boy, what, what a fucking, uh, what a shock to the system it would be if you and I traded body types by the end of the next three months. <laughs> Look, it'd be okay, man. I mean, you know, I've never been over,
1: I've never, I've never been anything more than a, a twig with a beer gut, so, you know, maybe it'd be good to kind of bulk up somewhere else other than my gut. Well, so. you
0: know, the problem is that you... You're not <laughs> you like the optimism to be fat and happy and you also like the sense of humor to be fat and funny. So I'm And not to, sure. to just
1: add to add really, you know, insult to injury, I'm balding, so it's it's you know it's that fear of being fat and bald that would I could, I don't I I wouldn't mind being fat if I had hair, but because I'm balding it just really puts me behind the eight ball in terms of uh, reproducing at some point in my life, so um <laughs>
0: I can imagine that
1: not going over super well. No, chicks don't seem to like guys that are fat and bald. I, don't ask me
0: why. I don't get it. But Well, if, in case you're wondering, from my experiences, they're not a big fan of you just if you're fat. So being bald probably really hurts the prospect that you can't get <laughs> it
1: really just It really puts you behind the eighth ball. <laughs> um, so it sounds like your quarantine is going very well. I will be happy to report that I am still going to work every day and um, commuting into the... Wide open abyss of um, the world now that we're on complete quarantine everywhere else. Um, what's your take? Ian? we we recorded we recorded our emergency podcast about a week ago. Um, so what what's going on? What's your take on things so far?
0: So it's really sort of up in the air. Um, I'm not really sure. With all uh, like optimistically. We could basically call off these sort of closures and quarantines and everything uh, by the end of... By mid-April, just if... Especially if we see similar uh, results coming out of the United Kingdom, who's taking a herd mentality approach to it. Or a herd immunization approach to it, as opposed to the pure quarantine that the United States is taking. And honestly, that would be best-case scenario, is if that works out in the United Kingdom. Because then that would make it so that basically everyone under the age of 60 can go back to work. Uh, Well, that isn't immunocompromised, but can go back to work and go about their daily lives. Uh, It's these decisions to have that the government can basically just shut down all bars and restaurants. Uh, One, I didn't realize that they could do that. Uh, that's kind of concerning. But the second thing is the fact that that is just taking a fucking baseball bat to the kneecaps of everyone in the service industry.
1: Which, I mean, to add insult to injury, most of those folks, and, and not by their own fault, general, generally, or generally live paycheck to paycheck just because cost of living in a lot of these places where they, they're at is so high and they don't comparatively make a lot of money like a, you know, a working professional may, you know, bartenders make good money, but, um, you know, you don't have that reliable, consistent, you know, looking in your bank account every Friday and knowing you're going to get paid X amount of dollars and you can budget that way. Right. So, um, as of right now, I know the Senate has proposed a bill that would give every adult American a thousand dollars cash which seems like it would be a good idea, rather than funneling it to the banks and to corporations. Where oh, we're well, they already kind of did
0: of that. That's already happened. They're considering oh, okay. the money back to the people. The so now they're backtracking, The United States government saying, has already given... Let me see if I can find the tweet that, describing the bill. But I saw that it was about, what was, it was like a $250 million, billion being allotted to the Small Business Association or administration to be distributed to small businesses for support in this time. Uh, five, I believe it was $500 billion being distributed in just corporate payout, uh, bailouts. And specifically $68 billion distributed to the fucking airlines. And that is the one that pisses me off the most. Because the fucking airlines should be fucking prepared for a stoppage in travel. Of all the fucking people that should be prepared for that, the fucking airlines should be prepared. Because guess what? There was a fucking terrorist attack where they used a fucking plane not 20 years ago. And this is the exact kind of shit that happened then too is people stop flying because of it so you would think they would consider hey what if something like that happens again maybe we should have enough fucking funds on hand to get us through a sort of short time span like that nope they're like fuck it we need your help after they've been price ga- they've been gouging the shit out of the fucking customers, trying to slam, uh, trying to shove as many warm bodies into those fucking flying cans through the air, they, they, and nickeling and diming every customer they have, they're crying to the fucking government, the taxpayer base, to fucking help them because they weren't smart enough to prepare for a situation just like this. You feel better? No.
1: I, okay. hate, I so hate our fucking I'm,
0: government so much.
1: I'm going to backtrack and say that, the, the A, the airlines weren't price gouging. Um, the airlines have routinely not done well um, and, and have tried to put more people on airplanes to increase margins. Fuel costs, maintenance costs, overhead, pilot pay, all the other bullshit that goes into flying is represented in that ticket. Now, yes, airlines do take advantage of surge pricing. If someone wants to go somewhere and there are less, if a lot of people want to go somewhere and there are less seats on an airplane, they'll take the price way up. But you'll also notice that you can get on an airplane and fly between New York and Boston almost any time for like 50 bucks, which comparatively is about the price I'm gonna sell a ticket. So with that being said, uh, lay off my boys at the airlines a little bit. I get, I, I agree with you. I don't know why they need the bailout money. I don't know why they need that much. It doesn't make much sense to me, other than that they're going to go bankrupt. Um, and if they go bankrupt, obviously, you know, there are really only three major airlines, three major, you know, flagship carriers in the United States. You have United, American, and Delta. Um, and I would agree with you that if those three go under, you have millions of people out of a job, which would explain maybe the bailout. But... uh I disagree with you on the, on the price gouging and what they're doing on that side, um, but I do agree with you that I think the bailout's fucking bullshit. The government continues to give people money that don't fucking need it, is what it feels like.
0: It is absolutely infuriating to sit back and watch people who don't prepare for these sorts of situations get rewarded for those fucking decisions. Uh, other examples the 2008 housing crisis
1: oh yeah well we obviously learned our lesson from that right we
0: didn't learn fuck all from that that's about to happen with cars in like the next decade
1: oh man it may happen sooner i mean what's the first thing like if you if you are a service industry worker right now i mean by the way The Dow had its worst day since um, Black Monday in 1929. Tell me, Ian, that was yesterday. Tell me, Ian,
0: is that good? Uh, I believe I saw that the exact amount that it dropped was 12.82%, which, as you said, Black Monday is the only day that was worse, which, in case there are some history buffs out there, that does, in fact, mean that yesterday's uh, Dow drop was worse than literally any single day drop during the Great Depression or the stock market crash of nineteen twenty nine. So something to about your that. question, No, that is not good. No, that, that's that not good.
1: Bad. Um, I am a little nervous about what could happen if this continues into late summer. Um, I don't know what you do at that point. So many people not working continues um, into
0: late summer. We yeah. can't, We legitimately, are. if the economy is at a standstill for four months, that will lead to more people dying than if we just said, fuck it, everyone gets infected with the coronavirus.
1: So what you're saying is, fuck it, bar crawls for everybody this weekend.
0: Uh, no, give it a month, then start going on bar crawls. That's what I'm okay. saying.
1: I like the idea of a herd, a herd immunity. I think that is such a smart way to go about it, rather than telling everyone to lock themselves inside. Because... If you lock yourself in if you lock yourself inside and this is the issue with it. What what are we delaying? If everyone's going to get it, what are you delaying? Because all you're doing is 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 exacerbating how long nobody can do anything productive, right? Because Okay, this no is, one's this is be actually a-,
0: a great question. And it's it's important to know why this is the strategy. One, it allows for people to Figure out the proper treatments for it without there being yes, overall I, stress to the system. I to- know you're
1: about to say we have to, we have to keep the peak of the infection down so we don't overload our healthcare system. I get that.
0: I get yes, that. Then what's the fucking question?
1: What's the question? Why are we not doing this herd immunity thing that the UK are doing and letting young people that are generally immune to it go out and be
0: productive in society like most of them would be? Um, Honestly, it's because it's believed that that will uh, American doctors believe that's not a great plan. Uh, We'll see how that works. We'll have two competing test cases side by side, considering we're basically on the same uh, path. Although there are, like we've I'm not sure if we discussed it during the emergency episode, there is people are suspecting that it's actually been here for like two months already, and we just didn't have the testing capabilities.
1: So it's interesting that you uh, you bring that up. I think I had it in February.
0: Would you like to elaborate?
1: No, that's that's it. That's all. My, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, um, so mid February, around Valentine's Day, I came down with a bad cold. Is this why you um, were so
0: pissy on the Valentine's Day episode?
1: You could say that. Um, (laughs) I came down with a bad head cold. Um, Actually, it was really right after Valentine's Day, like that Monday is when it started to get bad. And, you know, like stuffy nose, runny nose, a little cough, sore throat. Um, And I never really got achy, which was strange to me because um, it, it wasn't like a sinus infection. I could still smell um, my appetite was fine, and the medicine I was taking for my runny nose didn't really help. I mean, it did a little bit. I was taking Sudafed, you know, like high-powered. You know, you can make meth out of this Sudafed, and the only um, kind that's it's the best kind. And um, uh, that Friday, I went to go to Nashville with some friends, and woke up felt awful. I mean, genuinely fucking awful. I think I I think Thursday I called the teledoc, so I was taking medicine, I was taking antibiotics and um, Sudafed at the time, and you know I'm sitting there thinking like this is just like a fucking head cold, like antibiotics will kill this, like a sinus infection, it'll be fine. That Friday was miserable. I felt fucking horrible. Um, got to got in the truck about three o'clock on Friday, and my appetite went away. I got cold. I had the heat like cranked on my truck the whole drive. I was stuffy, couldn't breathe, generally, like, miserable and angry. Got to my parents' house. Hold on a second,
0: generally miserable and angry. How is that any different than your usual day through life?
1: What I'm saying, that's the point, is, like, I was much more miserable and angry than I normally am. So, I get to my parents, and, like, uh, you know, my friends were out in Nashville Friday night, and I decided to stop in... At my parents because they live there and I couldn't go to Nashville and not see them blah blah blah. So I get there, haven't really eaten anything. I sit down on the couch and I just get fucking freezing cold, like shivering. Um, not quite like cold sweats, but like I'm a healthy guy. It was 70 degrees in my parents' house and I was like freezing cold. So I wrap up in a blanket and then you know I sit there for a little while. They go to sleep. I get in the truck and drive to the Airbnb. Cold the whole time in my truck. Get to the Airbnb. Get in a shower and I'm like. Finally warming up in the shower, but I still feel like shit. Somehow rally myself to go out um, at like midnight, go out, get some drinks, come back. Felt like shit all day Saturday. Felt really like shit after drinking all day Saturday. Felt really like shit on Sunday morning. And then Sunday at noon something hit me and I was bam, like back to normal. Um, Didn't think anything of it. You know, I I still had a runny nose like Monday, Tuesday. It kind of went away. Wednesday, Thursday. So it was, you know, probably a two-week sickness all in all. You know, I showed runny nose symptoms up until that Thursday. I called the Teladoc and then it got really bad that weekend and then it kind of went away after that. And I didn't think anything of it at the time because coronavirus really hadn't come to America yet. Really wasn't a big deal. No one was like really talking about it or thinking about it. And I read on Twitter that there was a sickness going around very similar to what I had that no one can really pinpoint with simil- with symptoms very similar to coronavirus. And I think I had it because of the symptoms, because it, it didn't feel like the flu. I wasn't achy. Um, and, it, you know, the, the symptoms in terms of a sore throat, cough, and um, a sore throat, a cough, and a uh, runny nose, and a fever were just almost spot on to what coronavirus is. So... I think I may have had it. I know it doesn't sound believable. But, you know, if, you think, if this thing really spreads like people said it does, it's definitely been here before what we've been able to identify. I wish you could go back and test. Like, can you test retroactively to see if you've had it or not? That would be very interesting. I think that test would be awesome. But there's, there's no way to test for that.
0: They, they don't even have enough tests for the people that are actually getting it right now.
1: My favorite statistic was that when the Utah Jazz when Rudy Gobert got it, the Utah Jazz were, like, the, the organization had used 58 of the available, like, 80 tests. It was,
0: no, it was 58 of the available, of the to, of the total tests given in the United States, which was just over 7,000. They were 58 of them. The Utah Jazz organization accounted for nearly one full percent of the fucking tests.
1: <laughs> and now, so... uh Kevin Durant tested positive today, so he has it now. So Tom I guess it's Hanks. not all bad. So I have a tinfoil hat theory that I am going to read to you. I'm going to pull it up on Twitter here.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought it was one that you just came up with yourself.
1: No, well, no. I, I saw it on Twitter, unfortunately. I wish I had the, the big brain to, uh, to to come to this conclusion. Uh, where is the bird app?
0: The what there app? The bird app. Twitter. Oh. I thought you were so talking about the bird shooters.
1: No. No, no, no. Bird. The, the Twitter app. So Trump tweeted today, The world is at war. This is four hours ago as of 8 o'clock uh, Tuesday, St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day, by the
0: way. Happy St. Patrick's Day. It's a mighty fine day. Uh, Drink yourself up into the creature.
1: Uh, We'll get to a St. Patrick's Day dumpster fire of your own here in a second. But uh, Donald Trump said, the world is at war with a hidden enemy. We will win. And um, a friend, Brian, tweeted uh, in response to this, or he quote tweeted it, and said, honestly, if we find out that Trump is trying to expose Hollywood pedophiles, I don't know what I'd say. Never thought I'd see it. Man, this shit is getting intense. Tom Hanks doesn't want to come home. So are all these famous people that are getting it actually pedophiles? Discuss.
0: So are we saying that everyone that has gotten the supposedly gotten the coronavirus is actually a pedophile? I'm sorry, say that
1: again. I've got dumpster fire uh Wi-Fi.
0: So I I'm trying to I'm Correct. trying to yeah, understand that's what, I'm getting what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> so there are over, I, I'll, yeah. I'll take the F- 80,000 pedophile, to Kevin China. Durant, pedophile. Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell.
1: I'm just saying, man. Pedophiles. Julian okay. Assange or whatever that guy, uh, the guy, uh, the, the fucking, uh, Juliana prime Assange? minister's wife. Pedophile.
0: Well, no, not that guy. The, the, the Prime Minister
1: of Canada's wife, pedophile.
0: That's Justin yeah, that's Trudeau. Julian Assange is the WikiLeaks guy. God, you're fucking dumb. Uh, so wait, just to be clear, you <laughs> are accusing Justin Trudeau of pedophilia. You're accusing his wife of pedophilia. Also worth noting Correct. you sent me some fucking article... Yesterday, about how they suspected that Donald Trump tested positive. Ryan. Yeah, did you read it? Fix your dumps. Fix did your, you read it? Fix your dumpster fire Wi-Fi. No, I didn't fucking read it.
1: I can hear you, you bum. I'm not cutting this out. I can't out. hear you. You. Didn't, why didn't you read it? Because why can't it's you bullshit. hear
0: me? God damn it, Ian! Because you're cutting out every ten seconds.
1: What do you mean it's bullshit? Why didn't you click on it and read it? Why didn't you click on it and read it? Because why-
0: <laughs> Because it's bullshit. Oh wait, you're- this is gonna be one of those. <laughs> is this that thing where it was actually just the dude, the like naked black dude?
1: I'm telling you, they make good points. Fucking open the open the, the, the goddamn article and read it.
0: Live on, do it on the
1: podcast, please.
0: I want, no. I want you to open it and read those points to me right now.
1: No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I can't read. I need you to read this.
0: <laughs> I love how you had you thought I was I'm, actually going to click on that article.
1: I, I thought I had you and then i thought i thought you were playing the um i thought you were playing the uh the uh the double the double whammy where you said uh he tested negative i'm gonna need a secondary source as if as you were trying to call my bluff uh i said it went into more detail you should have just clicked on it man
0: oh no but I've yes to answer your scared, question it is, it is I've never been happy to answer Even your question. It is the black dude with the
1: the giant, the giant cock. They talked about it on Pardon My Take. Of course. So, um, well, I guess we can uh, transition here to your St. Patrick's State dumpster fire. And how was your morning?
0: How my Saint Patrick's Day dumpster fire? We already talked about how my morning was. Are we not going to talk about Tom Brady? Oh, that yeah, no, that makes me a sad, sad person. Um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the the hard line. Uh, I've been an in Bill we trust guy for a few years now. Um, Tom Brady. It was, it was a good, it was a good 20 year run. Absolute dynasty, an empire of sorts. He, he will be missed, but uh, if anyone can move on from a quarterback like Tom Brady, it's Bill Belichick. So and who are they the, going to get?
1: What's your, what's your prediction on who the Pats are going after?
0: I think they're going to give another year to Jarrett Siddham and see what they have, and then if it doesn't work out, they'll have a better draft position for the following year. Interesting. Also worth noting, if you want to take a look at his... We, you had mentioned talking about it. Has Tom Brady won his last Super Bowl? And I'm not sure if he has, to be perfectly honest.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, I don't. I think he has. I don't think he's going to... He's going to Tampa
0: Bay. There's no way he's going to win one in Tampa Bay. Do you even know the sort of weapons they... Tampa Bay has a solid offensive line and defensive line. They have Chris Godwin. They have Mike Evans. They have Cameron Brate and O.J. Howard. So they're jam-packed with fucking weapons on the offensive side, with Bruce Arians and his system for the passing game. Then on the defensive side, they have a the, uh, great defensive line. They were like the number one run-stopping team in the league for the first half or th- uh, three quarters of the season. And uh, all they need to do is reinforce their secondary. Get some uh, pass defense, some pass defenders in there, and they will be a they'll be a contender.
1: Dude, you're overlooking the fact that Tom Brady has the arm
0: strength of Stephen Hawking. That's a bit of an overstatement. You think? Yes!
1: Dude, dude he, makes, he makes Peyton Manning in his last year look like, look like fucking
0: Joe Namath. It's ridiculous. That, now you're just talking out of your fucking ass. They still won 13 games last year. Oh, wait, sorry. Was it 13 or 12 games last year? The Pats? Yeah.
1: and Because yeah, all he does is throw fucking checkdowns.
0: He doesn't have the arm strength. He threw great passes downfield when his fucking receivers were in the great position. The reason he wasn't throwing deep passes is because he didn't have any consistency on the fucking oh, receivers. Oh, that's, that's
1: the reason. It's not because he didn't have the arm strength. It's that he didn't have the receivers. Okay. He doesn't.
0: Are you going to sit there and honestly tell me that he had receivers last year? No,
1: but no, I'm not going to say that, but he can still throw a deep like he he never showed the ability to throw a deep ball, does not He doesn't he have threw the arm strength.
0: two or three beautiful deep balls that were completed and were perfection last year. And the fact that he didn't have an opportunity to send it to do it multiple times. One, I, he's not going to be asked to throw it 40 yards on the fucking field every play. And I don't know why you seem to think that just because he can't throw it 40 yards down the field every play, that means that they can't succeed. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think he's going to be the piece that gets them to the Super Bowl. That's all I'm saying. I mean, it's not crazy to say that they won't go to the Super Bowl, but the idea that it's because Tom Brady's arm strength isn't good enough. You're seriously going to tell me that they won't take the fucking... They won't make a slight adjustment and have some shorter throw, some shorter routes... For him to easier throw to two. defend.
1: Easier to easier to defend, that's all I'm saying. I think Brady outside of a Belichick system is gonna look like an average quarterback.
0: Uh well, one, it wasn't Belichick system, it was Josh McDaniel's system. Whatever. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so so you're really going to take the fucking Tom Brady was a system quarterback approach.
1: Yes, I'm 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 going that route. I that's that's my bet that this year we will, we will see that Tom Brady is
0: a system quarterback. You are the dumbest motherfucker I have ever talked to about this shit. my fucking god I love the idea that of uh, what' will the Pats do uh, the Tom Brady's just a fucking system quarterback then the, he finally leaves and people are basically announcing the Patriots fucking funeral this year today and oh, you need a fucking pick you know what up you me. sound like you know what you sound like right now What do I you say sound? Like?
1: You sound like a bitter Patriots fan. That's what you sound like. That no, you don't want I, to admit that you don't want to admit that Brady built up his career and, and is considered the greatest all time under what is actually the greatest all, of all time is Bill Belichick. And that you know, is in my his,
0: position, in, jackass. I told you I'm on the in Bill we trust train. I, I get think it. Bill Belichick is so, more responsible than So you than are Bill agreeing Brady. with
1: me. You are agreeing with me that Tom Brady is a system quarterback then.
0: Because Belichick will that's have like like, success. That's like saying that Joe Montana's is a system quarterback because everyone quarter- under Bill Walsh, you dumb cunt. Whatever quarterback he plugs
1: in will be successful. That's the in-bill-we-trust motto. So, Tom Brady, therefore, by transitive property, was a system quarterback.
0: Yeah, just like how Dan uh-huh. Marino was a system quarterback under Don Shula. Joe Montana was a system quarterback under Bill Walsh. You stupid twat. You don't understand every great quarterback has been paired with a great coach except Peyton Manning who was basically who was paired with Tony Dungy and then switched to who John Fox I think it was in Denver Yes
1: it was it was John Fox in Denver
0: yep So basically you're saying that the only the only quarterbacks to ever not be system quarterbacks that were great were basically Johnny Unitas and Peyton Manning. Yeah. You are Aaron Rodgers. You are Aaron (laughs) Rodgers. Have you seen Aaron Rodgers? Not in Mike McCarthy's system. He's not doing too great. I don't know, man. I don't know. Doing better than fucking Brady will. Uh, there is nothing I want. More. Yeah, fuck the Patriots this year. There is nothing I want more than for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to go on a playoff run, just to tell you you're a dumb cunt over and over again.
1: I would love to make a pinky bet, but I'm not going to. <laughs>
0: I'm not going to. Oh, uh, you're not. You're not that confident. I thought Tom Brady was a system quarterback. Well, they have
1: other. They have other pieces. Okay, but he's still a system quarterback.
0: I thought you said there's no chance that he's the piece that gets them to the fucking Super Bowl. They didn't, he won't be. They won seven games last year, and you're it's saying a long that off they, season. you're not confident enough to make a pinky bet on it? Okay. There's
1: a long. It's a long offseason. Just saying. Anyway, I'm glad I got you fired up there. That's good. That's good content. Uh, any other sports news you want to talk about? There's really nothing going on. They canceled all the golf oh, through May the, uh, now.
0: The Panthers decided that they're going to go with Teddy Bridgewater instead of Cam Newton. So, basically, your team's going to be garbage for the next uh, few years anyway.
1: Look, in Teddy we trust, man. I trust Joe Brady is going to make Teddy the Joe Burrow, the, the black Joe Burrow is kind of where I'm at with it. <laughs> All right, so that's how I feel about it. Cam Newton was hurt. Uh, good riddance to Cam. Honestly, I don't like how the. Pa- I love how the Panthers came out and said Cam has requested a trade, and then Cam was like, "I didn't request shit. You're making me go tra- go somewhere else." <laughs> yeah, you know, um, and also love the dedication of Cam to his weird ass font, even in a situation like that. So
0: I didn't that- know that was a thing that he did until. Yes, I, and so I thought I was wondering why he did that during. No, Pan- he does
1: it all the time. Oh. All the time. Um, the Ryder Cup has been postponed. Um, the PGA Championship has been postponed. Basically, golf is just done through May. Um, so, um, cool Throne Brooks Koepka. Um, he gets some more months off to not play the sport he hates.
0: And <laughs> um, that's about all we got for sports. Uh, no, we didn't talk about the DeAndre Hopkins trade.
1: Oh yeah, um, to the oh where'd he go? Cardinals. I haven't been paying attention. That's it, and they got Will Johnson. They the got, da- got Will you Johnson.
0: Are, do you even you do realize this is a sports gambling podcast, right? Which Dude, were, I, when I
1: saw sports were done, I just I just sports are no longer in my head. You know.
0: Huh. Well, I guess I guess you just have a lot of free space up there now. um. Uh, Oh, what, have you just been watching a lot more porn and video games now? Eh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you could say, honestly,
1: now that sports are done, like, if I get quarantined, I am one E away from being a full-blown neat. Um, <laughs> not for, educated, for
0: the, employed, or
1: trained? It's uh, it, it would be not in education, employment, or in training. Oh, okay. Meaning, meaning I'm a, I'm a washed-up... Fat sack of shit um, that plays video games, or as they call on the four chan, uh, Vidya. Uh, Vidya. Um, Vidya. Uh, anyway, I digress. Um, continue about the is it was it David Johnson and DeAndre Hopkins? Yes. Yeah,
0: so David Johnson okay. has not been has basically been a shell of himself since he injured his wrist. Uh, he was outplayed yeah. by Kenyon Drake last year. And I drafted him first overall in my league that year. That was sick. So did I. That was that was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. uh, but then after, so basically all that the all that the Houston Texans got in exchange for arguably the best wide receiver in the league was a running back that hasn't played up to his expectations for the last three years on a bad contract. And a second round pick because they swapped fourth round picks. This has to be one of the worst trades I have ever seen. Unless DeAndre Hopkins is basically total garbage next year, this is an awful trade. Bill O'Brien, cool. Bill O'Brien doesn't know what he's doing. He is a he's an okay coach. Uh, let's just ignore the fact that he had a twenty four nothing lead on the Chiefs and ended up losing by. 24 points actually. Yeah, I
1: believe the Chiefs scored uh, 41 unanswered in that game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's not in case you're wondering, that's not good. I believe that's my favorite good. my favorite description of it was only Bill O'Brien could turn a 24 to nothing lead into a career-ending event. <laughs> but guess what? It wasn't because he's they decided to continue with the whole bullshit of him not having a general manager. So now they had traded away in the last calendar year Jadavian Clowney and DeAndre Hopkins. Arguably two of their top three players. And you, they still don't have a first-round draft choice this year.
1: You could say they may not be good this year. You could say that might be problematic. I would I argue would... that
0: not only will they not be good this year... I would argue that they, will, they, that they have just leveraged their future for nothing. And so they have actually just managed to waste five years of Deshaun Watson's career with this, with this one, with the last calendar year of decisions made by General Manager Bill O'Brien, they have officially wasted the next five years of Deshaun Watson's career. Do you have any idea why
1: they're doing the whole Bill O'Brien as GM thing? No.
0: Because it's Literally not no idea. You have to have some oversight. Like, I think, uh, I'm going to guess that the, the owner or president just trusts him. But, like, that didn't work with fucking Chip Kelly. And I realize that Bill O'Brien's a better coach than Chip Kelly was. But he is not Bill Belichick. Like, that, no. is the, that is the only person I've seen where that actually works out, where you have a coach that is also the general manager.
1: And Bill Belichick's, you know, greatest coach of all time, honestly. So, it's very rare you could say that it would work out in that situation. Yes. Uh, well, fuck the Texans, that's what I have to say. Yep. about that.
0: Uh, and then just because it's fun to laugh at uh, the pain of others in this trying time uh, the New York Giants decided to franchise tag Leonard Williams who had half a sack last year um, but is apparently so vital to their plan moving forward uh, and it's worth noting he played that's not just for the Giants like that's just in general I'm pretty sure he played at least 12 games and he had less than one sack.
1: Something tells me Dave Gettleman, Gettleman is not good with personnel. I'm getting that idea. You know, um, boy, that's a, that's a move for you. Hey, have a sack franchise tag, buddy. You ain't going anywhere.
0: <laughs> um, then there's Ryan Pace <laughs> picking up Jimmy Graham for some reason. Uh, there's the uh, Baltimore Ravens getting Vernon Hargraves. Uh, or no, the Eagles getting Vernon Hargraves and the Baltimore Ravens getting Calais Campbell for a fucking fifth round pick.
1: Uh, All right, trivia, trivia question time. Jake will love this section. Where did Vernon Hargraves go to college?
0: Um,
1: One I'm beer guess, on the line if you can get this.
0: I'm going to guess Florida. You fucker, I owe you a beer. Good
1: guess. Really? Fuck yes! Yeah, yeah he went, to, he, went to, he played DB at Florida. We recruited, West Virginia recruited him, and he, he ended up committing to Florida. So anyway, I digress. Continue.
0: <laughs> oh man, can't believe I got that. Um, yeah. Ooh, uh, Byron Jones, the cornerback from the Dallas Cowboys, is now going to be in the backfield in the defensive backfield for the Miami Dolphins. The, uh, who also have Xavier Howard. Uh, which makes them a dangerous cornerback duo. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Cowboys managed to bring back Amari Cooper. Stephon Diggs is now in Buffalo. So if the Buffalo Bills can't manage to win the fucking AFC East this year, they may never win the AFC East. They may never do it. you got a down Patriots. The Jets
1: always fucking stink. uh, And the Dolphins are the Dolphins. A year or two away.
0: Yeah, uh uh-huh. Um, the uh, Cleveland brought in, uh, I think his name's Jack Conklin from the Titans. Uh, so that'll shore up their big, one of their holes in the offensive line. I'm not sure if it's enough, but they're at least addressing their needs. Uh, Philip Rivers, now on the Colts. I think that's a, that's an interesting team to watch this year. Uh, I'm trying to think if there was anything else that happened. Uh, nothing really with Seattle, Los Angeles.
1: Did Quidkowski go to LA? Uh, he went to Las Vegas. Ah, oh, that's it. That's right. That's right. That's right.
0: Quentin Spain, Quentin Spain got paid in Buffalo.
1: Yeah, $15 million. Good for him. Three years. Whoop,
0: whoop. Uh, and then Ryan Tannehill got fucking paid in uh, Tennessee. It's a little Is strange Mark- that- <laughs> Little strange Marcus, he got paid before Derrick Henry did, but whatever. Is Marcus Mariota done or finished? Uh Marcus Mariota has might be the Hawaiian Ryan Tannehill, and he might manage to go somewhere, get healthy because he's back up for a year, and then just light it up when the starter plays like shit. Yeah, I could see that. He's a good quarterback. He's he not, was good at Tennessee for a while. I mean, he the problem—the you know. problem is that he's been injured like three of his five years, and right. he just hasn't properly. Although the interceptions last the year before were on pace with James Winston, which is not a good thing. Thirty um, for thirty, baby. It, we already talked about Teddy Bridgewater, uh, the Atlanta Falcons. I don't really know what the fuck the Atlanta Falcons are doing. I'm gonna fuck the Falcons. Uh, Jaguars, Colts, Titans, Texans. I'm just thinking through everybody at this point. I think we pretty much covered all the important stuff. Uh, the Washington Redskins uh, are, have not accomplished anything. Uh, oh, they're, I, this is something that came up previously, but they're now willing to trade their offensive linemen who refused to play for them last year because of their garbage medical staff. Uh, And instead of trading him last year when they could have actually gotten something for him, uh, they're planning on trading him when he's in his last year of his deal because that's the Washington Redskins way.
1: And on that dumpster fire note, would you like to shift to questions? Yes. All right, we will get started. We've got a doozy of questions here. Uh, Yates D16 asks, Brady to the Bucks, automatic Super Bowl contenders or not? Nah? I think we already um, discussed that. Chad Demi asks, TV 12 speculation, we already dis- discussed that. Um, <clears throat> Tim Royce asks, what are your stock picks? My stock so, picks? So... Um, I don't have many saved on my computer, but generally for the listener that doesn't know this, a stock picture is, is something or a stock photo is generally something that is, um, you know, you can get it from a like a website that has you can buy them. You can buy like a high resolution one. But a stock photo is generally like, you know, like a group of friends playing Scrabble. But you know, it's not going to say Scrabble. It'll just be like a board game. Or you'll have like an old guy sitting in a computer looking confused. A stock image is generally used for like website design when you don't want to have any like trademark um, infringement. Do you have any stock pictures saved on your computer? I don't know why I would ask what mine are.
0: Uh, um. I don't think I have any saved. I do actually. No, I do. It's my uh, my background. It's I'm not sure if it's really a stock picture, but it's a uh, picture of the head, uh, the Horsehead Nebula, as uh, my background. Uh, the when I think of stock pics, I actually. That's that's the phrase for them now. I actually think of those families that come in the in the picture frames. Oh, yeah. Picture frames, yep. Great and, uh, great fun, example of stock picks. Uh-huh. Fun fun story. My family, I think it's still the case, had my mother bought a picture frame that had like a black couple, uh like a middle aged black couple in it, and had it and put it in with their, like, nice, uh, nice china. I'm not sure if it's china, but, like, the nicer plates that they have for holidays and special occasions sort of dining. Yeah. Uh, and just never took it out. I think it's still there. They just have a picture, this random stock <laughs> picture of, of a lovely, lovely, very good-looking black couple just on display next to their hey. next to their uh, dinnerware
1: it would be so weird to be like a person in those stock picture like things and like have to walk into a store and just see yourself in all of the picture frames all the time I think it'd be so strange or like knowing that there are people that never that did exactly like what you just talked about where like they never took the stock picture out of the out of the frame and you're just hanging up on somebody's wall you have no idea who they are
0: one of my favorite ways to day. fuck with people is if uh, if I'm like at their apartment is if they if I can to fuck with their roommates to print out pictures of like a random celebrity and put it in place of where the of current picture frames and see how long <laughs> t- I, I did it once with Steve Buscemi and another time with Nicolas Cage how long did it take him Uh, it was only a couple hours but i've heard people (laughs) say that i've heard people say that they like their parents hadn't noticed for months
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh man that's great that's a great i might i have to try that with my parents they have so many pictures hanging up on the wall and they don't listen to the podcast they never suspect a thing uh all right let's see here. moving on um The Ian Collins says, why are you such an insufferable twat? I'm going to skip that one. Um, Zach Dulce asks, what's the weirdest thing you've seen as a result of the coronavirus? Weirdest. Um, If you can not think of anything offhand, I think you could take this one of two ways. Weirdest is in like... Something I may have never seen before. um, All these sports being canceled. I think that's the weirdest part um, to me. Um, I never in my life thought we would see the Masters get postponed or March Madness get canceled. Um, I think, you know, in a general sense of the term weird, I think that's the weirdest. Um, In terms of, like, weirdness I see in every day, like people's behavior... uh,
0: that's tough I mean it's weird for me Going to the grocery store And seeing shelves that are empty That's infuriating
1: to me Genuinely that, that right there is infuriating to me I went today And I, I am genuinely embarrassed to be a human um, Going to the grocery store There are people out there That can't afford to Buy groceries Two to three weeks at a time They, they buy groceries a week at a time Or a few days at a time um, because number one, they can 't afford to waste anything, and number two they 're living paycheck to paycheck you know they can't they can 't buy forty rolls of toilet paper and so you go into the grocery store today, the only meat they have in the meat section was a uh, prepackaged diced ham. The entire meat counter at the at the butcher was empty. They had some fish um, they had a few steaks frozen they had racks of frozen ribs. Um, all of the eggs were gone. All of the toilet paper is gone. There are some Kleenex, but not a whole lot. I, I don't get it, man. Like what is the motivation to go in there and buy 40 fucking rolls of toilet paper and 18 pounds of ground beef and 25 chicken breasts? I, dude, it's, it's so fucking selfish. And honestly, like if I saw someone doing that in the grocery store, I would fight them. Right. Like, I, I was that angry today when I saw that. It may, I just lose faith in people thinking about anybody else except themselves. It's, oh, I got me in mind, so I'm not going to worry about any other motherfucker. Imagine if you really had to go buy toilet paper. Where would you go? You can't find it. Nobody has it. That's it's embarrassing.
0: I, I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast or just in a conversation with a friend of mine. Like, what about the people that go out there and buy, like, Third, like, 12 packs of diapers to stock up on them. What about the people who, like, just happen to run out of diapers? And so they go to the sh- store, and now they can't buy any for their kid. Because diapers are
1: expensive, dude. Like, people can't afford to buy them 12 boxes at a time. It's impo- that is an expensive part of being a parent. And, and th- like, the people that are going to be affected the worst are the people that can't afford to go buy a million fucking things at the grocery store. It is the most selfish bullshit thing for anybody to go do that. And like embarrassing is the only word I can think of that describes it. Because if I saw someone doing that, like I would be genuinely embarrassed that like some other it's not like oh there's some other life form that's going to judge us on this, but it makes me embarrassed as a human being as and it's just a person that's living through this to see people just Completely disregard everybody else in this situation. It's so disheartening, man. Now, positive note, I will say, I think it would be fun to go into the grocery store. A good little challenge would be to go into the grocery store and kind of treat it like chopped. Have you seen Chopped? Yeah. Where, like, you have, like, a weird set of ingredients and you have to make some kind of nice meal out of it. I think that would be kind of a fun little challenge to go into the grocery store and see what you can make out of what's left on the fucking shelves. Um...
0: I, anyway, will say I... That, I will say that my grocery store wasn't nearly as picked over. There were a few things that were, uh, like, gone, but most of it was still available. Uh, strangely enough, one of the things that wasn't there, Diet Coke.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. People, Diet Coke addicts are weird. They're, fucking, they're a weird group of people. Yep. I'm telling you, man. Like, like there, I was, think there was
0: regular Coke, but I didn't see Diet Coke fucking anywhere.
1: And honestly, you can't look me in the eye and tell me Diet Coke tastes better than regular Coke.
0: It doesn't. I, well, in the immortal words of our president, I've never seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke. I love that. <laughs> I,
1: I, that is I, an
0: actual tweet he sent out
1: once. I would, love, I would love to see that like put in history books. <laughs> I, wanna, I want
0: to frame that tweet. When's your birthday? April 26th. Excellent. You know, if, if, you, if you're actually going to do that, actually get one of those things where it's four different pictures all in, like, in a frame, and then pick my four favorite tweets out of it. Do,
1: do I look like I'm fucking made? I'm not getting you exactly what you want. Fuck you.
0: Okay. Well, in <laughs> you'll that get, case, I've given you the opportunity what? to somewhat disappoint me, but also get me something that I want. <laughs> exactly. Right up my alley. That's uh, that's usually what happens when I have sex.
1: Um, <laughs> oh man, um, not with you. Um, <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not. I'm never even remotely satisfied when you have sex with me.
1: <laughs> God damn it! Uh, all right, back on track. Um, fuck. Where is that fucking? there, there we go. Um, I guess this is a great last question here. Um, can we actually, here's actually, Zach, Zach, we'll answer your question right now. The weirdest thing I've seen as a result of the Corona, uh, the, the, the fade, the public podcasters taking up for the poor and downtrodden,
0: (laughs) the old, the poor, the taking up. Taking up
1: for the general safety and, and, and well-being of poor people and the old people. Uh, that's the weirdest thing to come out of the coronavirus.
0: It is, it is actually somewhat concerning. Yep. When, we, when yep. Ryan Morrison is the, is the voice of reason and consideration, we know that we're fucked. We
1: are. We are genuinely in bad times when I'm the guy trying to tell everyone to come fuck down.
0: You know what's really concerning, though, is the fact that if you take a a step back and just look at this, at worst case scenario, coronavirus takes out 2% of the population or 6% of the population is the worst case scenario. And I think that that's like overblown and that's not going to happen. But just imagine if something that was this contagious, like had a chance of wiping out like 20% of the population or 30%. Oh, like, how dude. would we respond to that sort of plague? Is a thing that I would think about And I'm telling you This has taught me not well We would not no. respond well at all to that
1: Oh my god dude I couldn't imagine I mean at that point you might have to kill people that have it Because it would, it would be one of those things It would be like the Ford Pinto situation Where they had two options The, the Pinto had a fuel tank That was right behind the rear bumper and when people rear-ended the Pintos, they would explode, and lots of people had died in these rear-end accidents because their fuel tank exploded. And Ford basically crunched the numbers and realized that it would be more expensive to redesign the car and retool the manufacturing um, lines than it would be to just pay the pay the families um, that would be that had been um, pay the families of people that had been killed and that would be killed in the car in the future based on statistics. So they just chose to pay off the, the lawsuits and not fix the fucking car.
0: And that's why actuaries will always have a job. That's what, the, uh, <laughs> that's what the Edward Norton's character in uh, Fight Club what, did for a living. He was an
1: actuary? Yep. Deciding which, which way was cheaper, legal or legal battles or, or people dying?
0: Yeah, I think specifically that manufacturing situation was discussed.
1: Love it. Love it. Um all right. Uh last question and I saved the best for last. This is from Jake Ingle. He says am I going to kill my patients? Um hopefully uh, I, w- I will say Jake, um th- knowing knowing some of the people that you uh have as patients, um the best thing that can happen for them is to die. So <laughs>
0: Well, the thing—the thing worth noting also is, he—what does he do? He does like physical therapy or occupational therapy.
1: He's a physical therapist.
0: Okay. Because you know those two are different. Yes, I know that. Right, I think so. Why? Why? Where are you going with this? I'm—I'm I'm just wondering. So basically, I'm trying to think like. Is what he's going to force them to do, is there a chance that he does it so poorly that that kills them? Or is he talking about just infecting them with coronavirus? And no, I
1: think die? I think he's straight up just talking about infecting them with coronavirus.
0: Um, well, if he does kill them, then that will free up more time for him to gamble and golf. So,
1: hey, yeah,
0: I'm, I'm with just it. Just something Jake, to think
1: about. J- Jake, something to think about. Maybe it would be good if he did kill them. <laughs> And then, like, you know, if you infect them, it does one of two things. Either A, they're immune, so good for them. They'll never get it again. Or B, they're dead. It's a, it's a win-win. Jake, go lick as many doorknobs as possible. See your patients. They're going to be fine.
0: That reminds me. Did you see the chick that posted, I think it was a TikTok, uh, the coronavirus challenge where she just had a video of her licking a, do- a toilet seat?
1: No but i i hope she gets something way worse than coronavirus if that's what she was she, doing
0: she gets uh herpes
1: like dysentery yeah something really bad
0: <laughs> she gets i hope she gets like one of those old diseases that nobody catches anymore like cholera or
1: yeah 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 cholera would be a great one something that just really fucks her day up because you just you can't be that stupid i hope she gets the spanish flu that would be excellent <laughs> Honestly, that would be excellent. No one deserves to. That's just that's just natural selection at that point. So. Oh, speaking um, of
0: deserving, did you see the video that Vanessa Hudgens posted? The one of her getting, the one of her like moaning. No wait, what? You haven't seen that? No, I haven't. I was talking about uh, the one where she basically was flipping about the fact that people are, that there's a chance people can die from coronavirus. But she's upset that she can't do drugs at Coachella because of it.
1: Um. So I haven't seen that one, but I will go ahead and link you to the moaning video. It's pretty awesome.
0: <laughs> okay. Thanks for thanks for keeping me up to date with that.
1: Look, look, man, you got you got to get through this fucking uh, this quarantine somehow. So, uh... that
0: reminds me uh, I was given that sort of option yesterday when someone texted me from a random West Virginia number out of the blue and it turned out that it was a scam to try and get me to log on to some website uh, to get in either get my computer infected or to do like one of those cam girl websites or something and um it was about as blatantly obvious as it possibly could have been.
1: I mean, th- those camelos don't beat around the bush, man. That's what that's how they get, you know, that's how they they do their thing, you know what I'm saying?
0: Well, I mean, it's pretty obvious that they can't beat around the bush cuz they're shaved.
1: <laughs> Look, speak for yourself, man. I don't watch that kind of stuff, so so, I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, that concludes. <laughs> that concludes today's questions, and I think that ending is a great transition into the dumpster fire of the week. Uh, and Ian, I'll go ahead and let you go. Uh, if you'd like to make it the things you just talked about <laughs> with Cam Girls Bushes, I would not <laughs> disagree with you. But uh, go ahead. Oh um, no, rip. my
0: uh, my dumpster fire of the week was going to be the. Uh, the American media that decides that they hate Donald Trump so much that they would rather they would rather take the side of a communist dictatorship uh, over Donald Trump and blame and do everything they can to carry water for the Chinese uh, regime that fa- that basically hid the hid the coronavirus and how serious it was, silenced doctors who were trying to warn people about it, uh, completely isolated an entire region of their area, of their country, uh, m- welded people into buildings, thus getting them killed with the uh, building collapse that you mentioned. Yes. The fact that they are up keeping, the, the fact that they are using slave labor of the Uyghur Muslims to keep things going, uh, in their supply chains and the way that the Blo- that Bloomberg News decided to approach this is that this coronavirus situation is making China's approach look better and better so- <laughs> So it's worth noting that uh. the reason why the Chinese are supposedly One, we don't know if they're actually tapering off the cases Because we can't trust a goddamn word out of them uh, Because they're linking to their own sites About why this was a United States vi- uh, virus created by the United States And just dropped in the middle of fucking Wuhan, China for some reason Uh, so what, what's going on is they've kicked out all of the journalists from the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, the Washington Post, uh, and I, and Bloomberg, and I believe a couple other organizations. Yes. Have all been kicked out of the country as of today, and the only explanation I can think of is the fact that the way either the diseases are the cases of coronavirus aren't tapering off and they don't want that to be seen to the world or they are tapering off because the chinese are using absolutely just barbaric tactics to keep people from getting it or like by essentially by taking the north korean approach of executing anyone who gets it and so either way it's not good and it's also worth noting but the reason why China can respond so quickly to a situation like this uh, is because when you don't care about human rights or freedom or the lives of your citizens, you can pretty much take any action you want very quickly. Yeah. And, and there's no one there to stop you.
1: You know, and the police, you know, China's so goddamn big, no one can go in and say, hey, that's kind of fucked up. Stop doing that. Because they happen to control most of the world's supply chain. Yes. Um, That goes back to the theory that Donald Trump could cure cancer And the media would find a way to spin it negatively
0: Yes, well it is also worth noting that Apparently, ref- I think we may have talked about this last week I'm not sure uh, The fact that calling it the Wuhan virus You know, the place where most of the cases Were popping up uh, About yep. three months ago And how everyone was referring to it About two months ago uh, now referring to it as the Wuhan virus is racist and gross and completely inappropriate.
1: Yes. Yeah, so yeah. So referring to an inanimate well, it's an object. Referring to a disease um, from the place it started is racist. That means we need to go back and change everything from the Spanish flu. Um, we can no longer call it the Spanish flu. It is the Hispanic flu. Um, or the um I think are the, we sure
0: that didn't actually come from Spain?
1: It did come from Spain, but the Wuhan virus virus came from China or came from Wuhan, China, so we can't but we can't call it that. It's racist.
0: Okay.
1: Let's think of some alternative names. I do love that some White House staffer um literally looked at an Asian reporter today <laughs> in the White House and referred to the corona the coronavirus as the Kung Flu. Uh that is <laughs> That is honestly the funniest thing I read all week. I think that is so goddamn funny.
0: That is hysterical. Uh, there's, um, I've also liked the Flu Man uh, That's a good one. Beer Flu is a great one. Kung Fluie. Or no, sorry. Chop Fluie. Chop Fluie. Yep.
1: The Beer um, Flu. I, I prefer the Beer Flu. I think that's great. Uh, I, I, because you don't piss anybody off when you call it the beer flu.
0: Yeah, but I actually prefer the part where I'm pissing people off because the idea that you're going to get upset because of the way what I'm calling a virus is sort of dumb.
1: Goddamn snowflakes, man. Um, anything else on your dumpster fire of the week? No, nope, that's it. Well, uh, I guess I will transition. Uh, my dumpster fire of the week is me. Um, so as I mentioned, um, earlier in the podcast, my, uh, apartment building has closed off, um, the gym so I could no longer work out like I have every day. So all of the work I put in over the winter time to look somewhat physically fit at the pool this summer is going to be gone to waste. Um, I have recently changed jobs because I had horrible job security. I had to spend $1,100 on truck tires last week cause I got a nail in one. Um, I have, mm, where was I going with that? I probably had the coronavirus. Uh, I am out of kegged beer and I'm currently living off American cheese and ham because I was not able to stock up on food at the grocery store. So you could say that, uh, things aren't awesome, man, but we're good. We're good. It's okay.
0: I'm curious. What junk food did you go with?
1: Oh, I've got, um... Multiple bags of Fritos, kettle-cooked chips, which are excellent. Um, American cheese and ham, uh, a package of Oreos, Cheez-Its.
0: What kind Um, of Oreos?
1: Regular Oreos, the only kind. Uh, Double stuff is Uh, top notch. Fuck double stuff, dude. I kind of like the chocolate cookie. I'm kind of one of those guys.
0: Uh, Did I tell you that – I think I sent a message telling you that I I actually made some uh, Oreo homemade Oreo truffles a couple of weeks ago some top knot shit
1: look at you Mr. Chef Boy Chef Boy uh, Ian Collins tell us do you want to walk us through the recipe or are we going to bore our listeners that
0: way I mean, it's not very hard you put the Oreos and some cream cheese into a food processor mix them together Oh, um, look at you, Mr. What?
1: Food Pro... Look at, look at you, Mr. I have the money for a food processor. Okay, oh, Mr. I don't. Upper, I, I upper White to,
0: Middle Class. I actually had to put the Oreo cookies into baggies and crush them up by hand and then dump them in a mixing bowl. And the, old a West, the,
1: old, the old West Virginia food processor. I love it.
0: Uh, but it still worked effectively. And then melt some baking chocolate and then roll it into balls, put it in the fridge... Then take it out, pour the melted baking chocolate on it, and then put it back in the fridge for about an hour. Were they good? They were fucking spectacular.
1: It's good to hear. Um, Alright, that's all I got. Uh, Basically, my life's a dumpster fire. I'm gonna turn into a fat sack of shit that that sits inside and plays video games like a loser hermit. Um, But... uh, that's just what, you know, that's that's how that's how coronavirus is affecting us, and I'm going to deal with it in the best way possible. Um, transitioning to Boomer of the week, uh, I will go ahead and knock that one out. My Boomer of the week is Jim Justice.
0: <laughs> big
1: Jim. So, so big. So Big Jim was in the news twice in the last two days. Um, I'll start first that Donald Trump was praising Big Jim um, for having West Virginia. Be the only state without a confirmed case of coronavirus, which um, Donald Trump, the idea that the governor of West Virginia has any control over who gets the coronavirus inside its borders is hilarious in and of itself. The
0: idea
1: above and beyond that, that that. that Jim Justice is the reason no one has coronavirus in West Virginia is even more hilarious. And then to top it off, Jim had a quote yesterday that said, and I quote, if you want to go to Bob Evans, go eat at Bob Evans. We're not going to hold you in your house. If you want to go eat, go eat. And the I think that just comes down to the most boomer thing possible to say, look, I know our healthcare is the worst it's some of the worst in the country and I know we have one of the highest obesity rates in the country and I know we have one of the highest tobacco use and smoking rates in the country but if you want to go out in public and eat at this shitty ass diner do it because you're going to be fine
0: <laughs> okay so a few, a few notes on that my favorite my favorite statistic about that And I'm I'm sure that it's probably increased since uh, since then, but I believe it was last was on Sunday. As of Sunday, do you know how many people had been tested in the state of West Virginia for coronavirus? I'm gonna set the over under at six. It was (laughs) forty. But we don't have it, man. No one has it. Oh my god! Uh, And even better, I know I know people who work at Ruby Memorial Hospital, who have spoken, who have told me that they that they have seen firsthand that there are people that have the symptoms of coronavirus, and that they just haven't don't have the test to confirm it. There.
1: Perfect. Perfect. That's that's
0: fucking great to know, man. Jesus Christ. Also, just just a fun statement. Would I would posit that Jim Justice is actually the worst governor in the country? Um, why Why would you say that? He's managed to do such an incompetent job that both that every party in the state hates it. But he he runs the Greenbrier. The fact that the Republicans were not able to put up someone that could beat Jim fucking justice in when was that election? Like twenty seventeen?
1: Yeah, twenty seventeen, I
0: think. Is absolutely an embarrassment for the West Virginia GOP. Just I a fucking, fucking embarrassment.
1: Wait, maybe it was twenty sixteen. Maybe I been. think he ran I think he ran the same year Donald Trump did. That would that's check kind, I, out yeah, because um, I think that's kind of how he got elected Was because of the whole Donald Trump Thing
0: And then he switched parties to the Republicans And then my favorite Jim Justice moment Will always be when he cut The tie, the West Virginia University and Marshall University Ties and Scotch taped them together
1: Yes <laughs> Yes, in pure, in pure West Virginia fashion Fuck taking this to the tailor and doing it the right way Scotch tape will do just fine
0: I mean, you you can't just wear, like, a fucking West Virginia hat and a Mar- and a Marshall tie. Like, that's not something you can fucking do. Nope. Nope. Nope.
1: You can't. God bless. God bless West Virginia, man. I um, fucking love that state.
0: Should uh. we? I, I, I feel bad not including Ronnie, but I feel like we should include something about the debate that was held. On Sunday,
1: two old men yell at each other on stage. I honestly, I didn't watch any of it. I don't, I, so I don't have a comment on it.
0: Yeah, you're right. I didn't watch it either. I didn't care. Although, yep. uh, I think I'll, I think I'll give. Ronnie's basically been hiding away uh, because of this whole coronavirus thing, so uh, I'm not sure if I have anything, anything from Ronnie, but. I will have Joe Biden be my Boomer of the Week, because last week, did you see the Chicago, the town, the virtual town hall that he did? Uh, Where he was on the phone?
1: Yes. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, I don't remember what he did, so please, uh, please inform me.
0: So he was actively answering a question about the importance of technology as the feed was cut, was basically wonky and cutting out, and he started wandering away from the fucking camera yes. <laughs> for a yes, virtual yes, yes, yes. town hall. <laughs> yep.
1: I did oh. see that. That guy is so fucking senile.
0: It's painful. Oh, also, I did want to give an honorable mention to Bernie Sanders, who told viewers of the debate... To go check the YouTube for evidence of uh, Joe Biden wanting to cut social security. Go
1: check the I can't even do a good personation of of, uh You can't do a
0: Bernie Sanders impression. It's the millionaires and the billionaires. If you want evidence of Joe Biden trying to take away your Medicare, then all you have to do is go to the internet, go to the YouTube and you need to just type it in. I saw it. I done seen it on the YouTube the
1: other day. He showed me this video. Hang on, let me find it. They shared it on the Facebook. God damn it. Uh, I think old people do that on purpose just to piss everybody else off. We're putting a the, like an unnecessary the, in front of things like, like websites.
0: Or like racial groups.
1: Yeah, Exactly.
0: The, the Asians, Mexicans the, the Asians, Asians the, are, the Asians.
1: We can say the Asians because, like, Asians are a protected minority. Um The Asians well, I, are the one doing it.
0: Actually, that's the thing: is Donald Trump is so impressive that he managed to convince the American media to give a shit about discrimination against Asian people. <laughs> in
1: a roundabout way, in a roundabout way, Donald Trump is being more is is being more equality focused than any other president. In previous history, shedding light on the disrespect that Asian people get and it doesn't get any attention in the media. I love it. I honestly love it. Good for Donald Trump. Keep America great. 2020.
0: Uh, and I so, think on that note, uh, do you have anything else to add? I'm not sure if there's anything else to add. There aren't any picks to make. Oh, we didn't. Uh, we can do a late breaking Ian's uh, Ian's hockey corner. Uh, because we forgot to mention, the NHL was also canceled uh, in the last six days. It feels like it's been a fucking eternity, but it was canceled the day after our uh, after our last emergency episode. So uh, that is some that is some bad news. uh mm-hmm. yep.
1: Yeah, we should have waited and recorded the next day because the NCAA got canceled the next day. NHL got canceled the next day. Fuck, man.
0: Yeah, we're bad at this, Ryan. They already know that. They've listened to the episode. This sucks. You suck. This sucks, man. I know, but this
1: sucks. This fucking sucks. The pools are going to be closed. The gym's closed. What are we supposed to do, man? This fucking blows. Read a fucking um,
0: book, you illiterate, you illiterate twit.
1: I'm playing Xbox. Fuck that. I'm going back to my eighth grade days of fucking around on Xbox.
0: And calling random people the n-word.
1: No, I never did that. Okay.
0: But you're Jesus. But you're going to move forward. No, I'm not.
1: It's 2020. We use the word cracker now. Okay. On that note, I hardly know her. On, on that note, I think we've killed this podcast. And I think we've probably ridded, ridded ourselves of the last listener. So thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to fade the public.
0: Fade this public, fuckers.